I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Two Star Podcast, episode eight. My name is Adam. I am joined this week by Graham and by fan favorite Dan. He's back. When you say fan favorite, do you mean literally you have or I have a fan? Because that that's pretty much what it sounds like here. Well, the feedback to your contribution to episode seven was overwhelming. It, it really was. We had 8,000 emails saying, we love Dan, he's the best. How many of them were from a Russian botnet? Well, that's irrelevant. If you want to talk down your your you know, your know fans, that's entirely up to you. I mean, yeah. I think personally that's a bad idea. Well, as you said, this has clearly gone to my head, so I, I think I need to start taking my fans for granted and, you know, sponging off their goodness and, you know, generally being a bit of a shithead superstar. May I recommend a Coke habit? <laughs> um, yeah, it's an awful long way downstairs to get a cake. Oh, you mean the other kind of Coke? Um, yeah, I'm too poor for that. Oh, heroin. I will. I will totally take. No, I won't take illegal donations of cocaine from fans. But <laughs> the thought would be nice. You work in a hospital. You could get heroin. They might fire me. What for stealing it or just for taking it while you're at work? Both. Either. Oh. The, the distinction seems unimportant. Yeah, they're, they're quite There's strict. Only one way to find out. This is a social experiment that we could conduct. There is there is literally only one way to find out what would happen if you either stole or took heroin at work. Couldn't you do this instead? No. I work in a top secret location that doesn't have lots of drugs, so it's difficult for me to steal them. Yeah, I don't, I don't work for a hospital, but you work in a hospital. You, you guys sound like you're not trying here. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, frankly. Are you diabetic by any chance? No... Oh, I was going to just swap out your insulin for heroin. <laughs> um, I don't know if that okay. would work. I'm. I will remember not to ever become diabetic. <laughs> okay. Possibly Fair not enough. even handle any painkillers that you give me or cold medicine. Or anything. Um, have you got any really bad allergies that you go into anaphylactic shock for any, for any reason? I, I would advise. I would advise against telling him either way. <laughs> Because I could swap your EpiPen out for um, heroin instead, if that's easier. I'm happy either way. It's not just anything you inject into yourself. I'm not big on the injecting things into myself thing. I think your best chance is I get a drunken tattoo or something. But uh, That would be good for HIV, but not for heroin. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you could figure out a way. Can you put heroin in tattoo ink? Again, there's only one way to find out. Suddenly I'm more behind this experiment than I thought. They haven't really experimented with cybernetic implants and drugs yet have they not but i mean like illegal drugs recreational drugs because you know women can have the thing that goes in their arm and it releases hormones to stop them getting pregnant instead of having to take the pill you can have that but just like with heroin or You, you, you could if you had you had one in each arm and they went on a timer because that would be a bit mental but you had one in each arm one as an upper like amphetamines or something, one as a downer, like heroin, and then you have a little remote control or an app on your phone. I mean, that's that's the logical extension to this, isn't it? You're so. I'm pretty right. sure that would signal the end of humanity as we know it, as everybody spent the rest of their lives completely off their tits. Yeah, but I mean, humanity's fucked anyway, so... Well, it might as well go out with a bang and just everybody get... Completely mashed off our wanks. Yeah, fair enough. I suppose that's one way to do it. Mm. Um... I'm not quite sure how it would be viewed by, you know, archaeologists thousands of years in the future when they look back on how we destroyed our civilization. 
They'll think it was tanning beds. They'll think we tortured each other to death by roasting each other alive when in fact it was just people trying to be orange. I don't know that we do enough to fuck with future archaeologists. You know, you're right. I think, I mean, they, they could, because we've got all the digital stuff, we're all assuming that everything's going to last forever, but it definitely won't. Because, it, I mean, it's, it's fairly short. Like, even right now, most people, if you gave them a floppy disk, would have no fucking clue how to get anything off it. Yeah. And even if they could, it would probably be in, like, word-perfect format and nobody would be able to open it. So, you know, that's like, what, within five the last five years? You go, like, 100 years in the future, no one will be able to read a bloody thing. Yeah, so it stands to reason that at some point in the future, archaeologists are going to have to... They're going to end up with less to go on like now than they did at the beginning of the last century. So we need to just start planting some fucked up shit for them to find. Yeah. Like, if you were um, in Pompeii when Vesuvius erupted, first thing you'd do is like um, form a human centipede for to be preserved in the ash, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm not sure that's the first thing you would do. I mean, it might be the first thing that you would do, but that's another matter in time. No, probably not. That's the first thing I do in most scenarios, really. You, yeah, you would just think you're going to do something to... The, the archaeologists will look back and... It's like, you know Richard III? What the fuck was he doing in a car park? There weren't even cars then. That's the kind of shit that we need to be pulling on future us. Yeah, that's true. Really do you that's that? what all the um, modern suicide cults are doing? They're just trying to die in really weird ways. So that, you know, hundreds of years from now, future archaeologists will just sit there going... What the fuck were these people doing? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that they're mental and they think that aliens are going to, you know, elevate them to godhood. Yeah, but that's dumb. Whereas fucking with archaeologists is funny. And quite I'm going to guess that the people who are, you know, killing themselves in cults, not that high up the, the let's fuck with archaeologists. I, I sort of disagree now. I think they're committing a form of art, a really weird, fucked up form of art. That's normally the fashionable... Suicide cults are actually performance art. They are taking yeah. trolling to like the its highest possible level. <laughs> yes, exactly. And certainly dedication to the cause. I'll give them that. Hmm. Well, by which I don't like... mean the Irish band. What Irish band? Well, the cause. The cause, like, obviously. Like what you said. Oh, course, the pun doesn't yes. work. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, get with the program. I mean, I thought it was awful, so I didn't say anything. But I, at least I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's pretend I was trying to just deliberately ignore the joke. But anyway. Okay. If you had to have the bloke as well, would you have a night with the ladies? Did you see that tweet by Stephen Mangan? Is that where this is coming from? No, is that a thing that he said? He d yeah, he tweeted it the other day. He's, oh, really? Just like to say, I'm down to the last one of the course to fuck. And then one of his um, one of his followers tweeted back. So you got Mick... No, not, not the course, shit, Fleetwood Mac. So you got Mick Fleetwood out the way first. This is awful. Uh, wrong band. Anyway. I know a 20-year-old <laughs> who went to see Fleetwood Mac live. Bloody hell. Like when he was a, when he was a child, Ooh. he must be the youngest person who's ever seen them live. Skywalker. Okay. Anyway, yes, I probably would because frankly, I don't get enough, and the cores are all pretty hot, or at least they were when I last saw them. I mean, let's face it, the, the guy's not bad, is he? Jim Corp. Give him a wig and yeah. Well, I mean, enough. I think you know you'd get to that point and you think, well, fuck it, I'm here. Why not? Yeah, you can convince yourself he's a lesbian with that haircut. It's fine. Like you know, lady boys. Not personally, but carry on. Again, I know of. But if you like got to the point where you got her home and found out it was a bloke, wouldn't you just think, oh, well, fuck it, I've come this far, I might as well. What's the difference, really? Well, well you mean apart from the obvious one? one has a penis and the other one doesn't, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's you, that. You can stay away from that. There's other stuff you can do. As far as you know, it's still a bird then, isn't it? Is this, is this going to turn into one of those, not, not that you've, you know, 
find yourself in that situation. <laughs> no, but I would definitely go through with it. Well, I'd, I'd like to clear up for the records um, and any. I'm not. You can clean up after me. That's fine. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Moving swiftly on from <laughs> Graham's past experiences. Yeah, this, this did go downhill quite fast, but never mind. It yeah. usually does. Mm. Um, I, I think it's it's worth mentioning that we are recording this on Thursday, specifically the Thursday before Thanksgiving, which <laughs> is. Yeah, which, as everybody knows, is the day where we all gather together as families and give thanks that we're not American. And thank that the Americans fucked off and we let them leave. Yeah. It's very much like Independence Day, where we celebrate the fact that we don't have to put up with them anymore. That we are granting them their independence for one more year. Exactly. And, obviously, we will then have Black Friday, which means that, for some reason, uh, everyone makes everything really cheap for a day in America, and now... Everyone seems to copy it here as well, so you can buy stuff. I can totally but... get behind this. I love cheap stuff. Oh, I love cheap stuff too. Um, it's just a bit weird because the whole Black Day thing doesn't really have the same connotations here. Like, you know, Black Wednesday, not known for its top shopping. Yeah, but that will be an opportunity <laughs> to buy loads of stuff. So if you fancy buying things, next Friday, wait till then. Mm. It is pretty much just Amazon that does it, though, isn't it? Because obviously Amazon uh, is... Yeah, well, I mean, Amazon do, but other people have started doing it as well. They don't call it a Black Friday sale because everyone would look at it and go, well, what the hell is a Black Friday sale? But they do tend to do sales because it's an opportunity. Because it's that, you know, nobody's coming to buy anything in shops anymore because people don't like buying stuff in shops. So let's have a sale to get people into the shops. Having um, worked in the shop and bought things in the shop, shops, shops pretty much suck. So, yeah. Well, it's, it, well, the alternative is you take the American approach to Black Friday, which is that you all go out to actual physical shops and then you punch people in the face to make sure that you're the one that gets the cheap Xbox. I'm not seeing the four being important there. I could quite happily just go out to the shops and punch people if I thought I was going to get away with it. But you'd get a cheap Xbox as well. Yeah. It's, it's that's a true. You get to punch someone and you get an Xbox. I mean, that's the best day ever. Yeah, it pretty much is. Why do they call it Black Friday? Are they idiots? Because they're racist. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Basically. Yeah, okay. Um, it, it, you know what Americans like. I do. Right, moving on. We've now just offended <laughs> casual a, racism, a, large, casual a large chunk sexism. of our potential audience. They were never our potential audience. <laughs> Everybody is our potential audience. Don't be so negative. Potential. Yes. You know when they send out like um, shit into space and like they put a Blur song in space, didn't they, on a, a thing yes. that went to Mars or yeah, something? Yeah, one of the voyages. How do we go about getting this podcast put onto Have you not heard? There's, um, a space there's thing? the crowdfunded Moonlander. So some British yes. scientists um, have decided that no one's interested in going to the moon anymore because, frankly, it sucks. But um, they could reckon they can raise, what is it, 550 million um, by people wanting to put shit like this on the moon. So how much do we have to pay for that? They should be paying us. I don't know, us. What, I don't know what the them. reward tiers are, but at some point... I think it's like 100 quid or something to get a shortish recording. It's a bit shit. Yeah, I'm not paying very shit. I'll just uh, dub it onto a cassette and chuck it in before launch. I suppose anyone's anyone's got any contacts at the ESA and we could potentially get this put onto the next uh, next thing they fling at a comet. Uh, I would prefer something that was a little less risky. I mean, going to the moon is a piece of piss, isn't it? But comets is difficult. Well, yeah, but what's the point in putting it on the moon? We know the moon's not got any aliens on it. You want to put it on a comet so it flings out the solar system off into the middle of nowhere, maybe find some aliens. That's true. Straight Otherwise, instance. we're not expanding our audience. I'd have to encode it in a lot of different formats. Oh, come on, the aliens will be able to listen to MP3s. Yeah. What bit rate should I do it at? I don't know, 128? 
stereo. Five twelve. We deserve it. Yeah. The aliens deserve it. They might be audiophiles, and if we sent out a, a badly compressed MP3, they'd be like, what the fuck are these guys playing? If they're audiophiles, then the only way we'll placate them is by sending it on vinyl. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. We could do that. I mean, it would be stupid, but we could. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. It, yeah, it kind of is. And what if we like send it out as a 33, and they've only got 78 players? Oh, God, it's a minefield. It really is. This is why it costs millions of dollars to send stuff into space. Because you've got to do all this, you know, customer research beforehand yeah. to make sure you're putting things out in the right format. Mm. Can we get somebody from um, NASA on the podcast to advise? Do you think? Sure, I do know a guy who went to work for NASA, but I haven't been in contact yeah. with him for years. Yeah, I was at uni with somebody who did a astro- did like a physics degree and then went off to work for for NASA in the US. Um, but I haven't spoken to him since I left university. So Doing what? I don't know exactly what he did, but I mean, he was literally a rocket scientist at university. So I'm assuming something to do with rocketry. Not exactly brain surgery, though, is it? Not really, no. Um, he also worked on a newspaper. That's which definitely was an odd, an, an odd kind of... But then again, I did computer engineering and worked on the radio station. So what are you going to do? Swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Exactly. Um, so now that we've established that realistically it's going to be a while before we manage to get a recording sent into space which does kind of you know limit our potential audience to the nearly 7 billion people on earth mm. um, let's not we're going to have to tailor our content more towards human beings so we should try not to alienate the americans yeah it's, what about the belgians i could live without them yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, you know, any primarily non-English speaking country is worth a shot, isn't it? Well, fuck the Dutch as well, then. I don't yeah, know, there's the a lot of English speaking Dutch. Oh. Yeah. Alright, the Danes, they can fuck off. Yeah, again, you see Scandinavia. Oh. The problem is, everyone speaks English these days. Yeah. It's because it's the best, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. What about North Korea? Fuck them. They won't ever get to hear us say that. Um, no, that the, the one guy in North Korea with the internet. Yeah, Kim Jong-un will download this onto his Zoom and decide that we're not, we don't pass much. Are we on the Zoom marketplace? Uh, yeah, of course we are, yeah. That was the first, first place we went. Well, I think we should probably uh, just run through a quick recap of the events following the unprecedented live podcast. Did you ever get the official attendance figures from the venue? Uh, I didn't, no. Um, they were very vague. Early estimates were around, what, seven, eight hundred? Yeah, but I mean, I don't think an act, a direct headcount was taken. No. So. I mean, it was it was too many for the pub, wasn't it, frankly? It really was. They were spilling out into the street. Into the thatched roof. Yes. People popping their head out. Yeah, but um, unfortunately the recording equipment failed, so... Well, I blame the people that aren't me. I think it's gone down in history as the best live audio event of all time. And, uh, I mean, the bit where Adam did that that thing with his balls, that was fucking amazing. And you wouldn't think that would work in audio, but, I mean, it did. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, people who just missed out, I guess. If, if you couldn't be bothered to come down to Devon and and pay £100 for a ticket like all of the other people, then it's gone. Can't You can't relive that. No, well, that's the the joy of a of a live podcast is that it's a you know one off experience. But I think I think we've we've missed the the real news from the live podcast weekend, which is that I won a trophy. Oh yeah, I mean you don't like to blow your own trumpet or anything, do you? No, I I, I don't. I've tried many times, but I'm just not flexible enough. No. Um, but it turns out gets me every time. Uh, you are now undisputed 
heavyweight conquer champion of the world, I believe. That is correct. I have a trophy to prove it. It was hard fought, um, and I'd like to thank everyone that helped me get there. Well, no one helped you. You did it in the face of adversity. Mm. I'm not quite sure well, what I mean, adversity. I mean, well, his physical. Yeah, my complete my complete lack of, of physical strength and coordination, um, basic limited intelligence, uh, terrible coordination, hideous disfigurements. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The list is endless. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, you, you got everything. You got a little trophy, and uh, you're you're the best. So. Well done for Conkers. And Chris got a horrifying wound. Yes. Um, I'm still not entirely sure how he did that, but his arm was purple. Yeah, that was really strange. I think he's just, you know, fragile. I think it was self-inflicted to try and uh, glean sympathy from the judges. Uh, it could have been. Fair enough. But yeah, that was that was the, the, the perfect end to a, a very successful weekend, I feel. Well, yeah, you would. You won. Yeah, I thought it was a fucking shit end. <laughs> it's not my fault that I am superior to you at Conkers. Maybe I let you in. Yeah. Quite possibly. But that Maybe was... next year when we go back, I'm going to say, let's make this interesting and put some money on it. Maybe I was just uh, sharking you the whole time. You were playing the long game. Conker hustler? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm, uh, yeah, not sharking. I, I hustled you. But now I've given it away. Fuck. Yeah, yeah you can't win that. You're not a very good hustler. Fall into the classic trap of, of being overconfident, boasting <laughs> about your cunning plan. Not being able to wait. Right, so... Live podcast dealt with. Fantastic success. There may well be another. We don't know yet. We don't plan it far ahead. I mean, if if, uh, if the authorities will allow it, I mean, after what happened to the thatched roof. Yeah, but we warned them it was going to happen. It's not like it was a surprise. Why don't you see, like, thatched petrol stations and stuff? Why is it just, like, old cottages and pubs? They should have, like, thatched Aldi. Should they? I imagine that would be quite expensive to maintain. Thatchers aren't expensive, it's just sticks, isn't it? Well, yeah, but you kind of have to redo it every time one of us chumps burns it down. Oh. Well, I imagine that adds up. Well, maybe that's why. Also, shocking as it is, there are people weirder than us and who like setting things fire, fire to things more than us. So, really, can you take the risk? I went to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Is that I'm any sorry. good? I thought it would be the worst thing ever, and it wasn't. So I sort of enjoyed it just because it wasn't completely terrible but I mean it was not good and they fucked up all of the turtle characters and they dicked around with the origin story and it was a Michael Bay produced film and it was very evident but I found it fairly enjoyable it was it was alright fair enough yes that's the best thing you can say about a Michael Bay film really it's it wasn't completely horrific in every uh, possible way Sometimes I like looking at canned footage of explosions. But, I mean, it was... Yeah, they... The worst thing was, Donatello was always my favourite turtle when I was younger. Yes. But instead of just being, like, the brains and doing all the inventing and, and doing the strategy and stuff, he they, like, made him into a stereotypical nerd who can do all of the maths in his head and stuff, but he... he and he had, um, like, big glasses held together with sellotape, and it was just awful because they just made him into a complete dick... Raphael was was cool. He was badass loner. Was he was he cool but crude? Uh, it was fairly yeah, somewhat. Michelangelo was a party dude as you'd expect. A party dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he spent a lot of time on YouTube by the looks of things, which I suppose is probably makes sense for the character. I guess uh, Leonardo was completely bland and uninteresting. 
So yep, sounds like they nailed that. Yeah, that's the one they got right, really. But I mean, it was the worst thing was instead of um, Splinter being like a karate master who got mutated into a rat, he was just a rat who got mutated into like a bigger rat and then learned how to do kung fu out of a book and then taught the turtles. But I didn't, I didn't hate it, and I expected to. So that was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. And then um, another film I've watched recently is called Lock. And it's got Tom Hardy, and he plays the most Welsh man who has ever lived. And the film is about him driving from Birmingham to London at night in a BMW 4x4 in more or less real time. But there's drama, because uh, he is uh, like a site foreman, and he knows all about concrete. And they have to be doing some concrete the following morning, but he says, fuck it, I've, I've got to go and do something else, I'm not going to work tomorrow. So he talks a drunken Irishman through how to pour like 500 tonnes of concrete into the building foundation in great technical detail. Okay. It was, yeah, it was a good film, I liked it. It sounds it, I yeah. guess. It is literally him in a car for an hour and a half driving to London and talking to people on... Uh, on Bluetooth. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I've, I've seen weirder films. Yeah, I recommend it. It was uh, it was weird, and his accent is it takes you out of the film a lot because think of a Welsh stereotype and then double it and then add a bit more Welsh, and that's about way and and a bit of Indian as well because I mean that's what happens when you do a Welsh accent, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, Lock. I recommend it. Did you know that there is an error in geography in the film? And whilst driving down the M1 southbound, Ivan Locke drives past the junction for Luton Airport, junction 10, and then a few minutes later he drives past the sign for Luton Central, which is junction 11. Now, we know that he's driving from the Birmingham area to London, but in reality, the junction for Luton Central comes before the junction for Luton Airport while driving on the road. Mm. What really bugged me about the film was that if you're driving from Birmingham to London, you wouldn't go down the M1. No, you'd take the M40. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the whole premise is fucked. Absolutely. Mm. The man is clearly an idiot. Yeah. I wonder why I liked that film. It was very much <laughs> acting. Like, it was Tom Hardy, like, doing acting for a bit, but sat in a car driving as well. So if you like acting and you like driving, that's the film for you. It sounds like it. And he had fucking awful lane discipline. I've got to tell you that. He, he just sat in the middle lane all the time. It was piss poor. What a prick. Yeah. Is that it? You, you watched a film about a man driving to London from Birmingham? I also drove uh, from Birmingham to Leeds, so I, I feel I can kind of relate to the film on a on a personal level. Was there any concrete involved? Uh, no, I don't work in concrete, but uh, well, I work in computers, which is equally uninteresting. Fair, so it spoke to you very much on a personal level. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I'm I'm not Welsh, but I might just start doing a comedy Welsh accent. And uh, basically, it's I best not to. And his name is Ivan Locke. If you were going to choose the most Welsh name, Ivan's high up on the list, isn't it? Ivan is high up on the list. Yeah. Um, I, I always think of it as Daffid. Bryn. Bryn, yes. Yeah. Now but, you've got me doing stupid Welsh accents. But it's it's not even close to being as stupid as Tom Hardy's Welsh accent. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this You're film now just stupid. for the stupid I, I, Welsh, I, I, Welsh I, accent. Just to see what it's like now. Well, that's why I watched it, really. <laughs> and. <laughs> And I did enjoy it, but... Um, it's just a case of watching it to see, can he keep this shit up the whole whole way through the, the thing? The well, film? I just wanted to know, how can you make a film that's just inside a BMW talking on Bluetooth, and how can you 
hold that up for 90 minutes but yeah they did it fairly well it was well uh, there was that film with um ryan reynolds where he was in a coffin for like how many out for the entirety of the film the setup of that is infinitely more interesting than well it's like buried but instead of being like uh he doesn't know how he got there he's just in a car and he's driving and he knows how he got there and he talks a lot about concrete does that make it better or worse well a bit of both here's the i'm going to play the sound from the trailer don't know about you but that sounds like a fucking good film but not a man just sitting in a car talking on his car phone no that that's i love the way that trailers can just make anything seem just ridiculously exciting and dramatic yeah even if it's just a bloke sitting in his car making phone calls fair enough so your week has been two films of seemingly polar opposite turtles and a man driving to uh, from birmingham to london more or less excellent um, Dan, how about you? What have you been up to? I've been doing a lot of work, to be honest. It's well, that's no uh, fun. I, no, it sucks. Um, I don't even get overtime or anything. But uh, I was supposed to be singing at the um, turning on the Christmas lights in Guildford, but it was cold, so I didn't. Um, which sounds fairly pathetic, but I've had a cold for ages, and I just wanted to go away. Um, did you say singing? Yes. Did you, did you say Christmas lights? It's the twentieth yeah. of, of November. Yep, and apparently this is the day they switch on the Christmas lights in Guildford. Fuck's sake. Why do they need people to sing? Traditional, I guess. Not in November! What is wrong with well, these people? Apparently it's Christmas now. There's like, I've seen the Coca-Cola Christmas ads. I've oh, seen the god-awful House of Fraser Christmas ads. I've seen the apparently moving John Lewis ad, which was, you know, alright. Um, so yeah, it's Christmas. Happy Christmas, everyone. Jingle bells, deck the halls. Does this podcast need a Christmas ad? Absolutely, it needs a Christmas ad. Okay, so it's not playing in June. Yeah. So, what would the Christmas ad be? Well, you've got to go with you've got to go with the the traditional like style of Christmas adverts. It has to be something completely unrelated to Christmas, but kind of said at Christmassy time because that's how you do it. Um, and you ideally need some like cute animals or something involved or kids because it has to be you know it has to make people feel emotional and make them you know therefore want to listen to the podcast because that's how it works or if you're saying it can be about the war which is frankly strange but anyway 
so but that got people talking so maybe we need to go for the like making people outraged and shocked but in a Christmassy way I haven't seen it but the John Lewis it's something to do with a penguin or something it is something to do with a yeah. penguin and the penguin is sad maybe so may, how do you make penguins yes, sad you're very good at this I'm just guessing. I don't know. How do you, no, no, well, you're, you're guessing very well. I'm, I'm curious for all this. How, I imagine they... you, you, you take them away from their habitat and everything that they've ever known and you stick them in front of a TV camera and make them do some fucking acting. Okay. Actually, Adam's wrong here. So, um, Graham, what are your thoughts on how you make a penguin sad? So maybe the penguin is a junkie prostitute um, who got into it for the wrong reasons, but somebody she used to know when she was younger... Uh, no, the cop that busted her, uh, who works for Vice, sends her like a Christmas scarf or something, and uh, then she's happy and decides I'm not going to be a penguin hooker anymore. Well, it's not the John Lewis ad, but it's probably better, although possibly only for After the Watershed. Yeah, okay. Maybe not a hooker then, maybe... Drug dealer? Mm, that's still watershed territory, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe she just works in uh, what's the most depressing occupation... Uh, okay, so she works in IT, and <laughs> I was about to say video game journalism, but that's probably the wrong. Oh, answer. That's, I wouldn't touch that at the moment. Christ, that's a opening a can of worms. No, so she works in a just a really shitty like she's just a help desk monkey. Yeah, call um, center. Yeah, mm. yeah, like going Is through. She's still a penguin. At this point? Yeah, of course, it's a fucking penguin. It's a Christmas advert. It doesn't though. work if it's not a penguin. It has to be a cute animal, otherwise, what's the all point? Right, right. A per- no one gives a shit about people. I'm beginning to doubt your dedication to this project. Well, I'm sorry, but I, I, you have to think outside should, the box. The thing is, though, should we do a penguin? John has done a penguin. Should we do a different animal? All right, okay. So, what's better than a penguin for tugging at the old heartstrings? Panda, meerkat. Panda suck. No, can't be meerkat. Done, done, done. Well done. Yeah. Um, lemur. They're, they're like they're cute, like meerkats, but they're not meerkats. But they're rubbish. Squirrels are a bit twee. No, you can't have squirrels. Badgers are about to get cold. So that's probably well, a bit... yeah. So maybe it's a badger. That, yeah. So it's a badger whose whole family have been culled, and he's yeah. been forced to work in it's IT. This is good. That's he's even been worse. forced to work in IT to make ends meet. Yeah, and then somebody, maybe the farmer who uh, killed all of his family, <laughs> sends him a, a lovely scarf that he bought from John Lewis. Oh, we're supposed to advertise in the podcast. Yeah, no, John Lewis bought that. A scarf that he bought from the podcast. Yeah, one of our one of our branded scarves. Yeah. yeah. We'll get some. And he just made up. cheers him right up. Yeah, and he's like, hot diggity dog. Then maybe he gets a job working for the farmer and culling badgers for, for the farmer. And then he kills the farmer. Takes yeah. over the farm. And uh, is, it lives happily ever after. Yeah, that would make me want to listen. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right, so now we need, so the soundtrack has to be a really shit, uh, like, acoustic version of a, of a pop song that people like. So... Um, somebody, you know, somebody really insipid and like Ed Sheeran, or um, is Sam Smith? Is it, a person? This is crying out for Coldplay here. No, no, you, you know, it has to be it has to be a cover of a song that you wouldn't normally associate with a Christmas advert. So it ha- in order for it to work, it has to be like a really shitty, like slow, lo-fi acoustic mm. version of a a like a completely inappropriate song, but that's sung in a particularly shitty way for Christmas. So maybe it could open with... Um... I don't know. Okay. I think Dan has not quite understood <laughs> the concept. Uh, no. I was thinking more like something along the lines of... Um... 
It's the remix to Ignition. <laughs> Hot and fresh. Out the kitchen. That's really good. I mean, it'll be awful. Mama rolling that body. Got every man in here wishing. Okay. So Sipping on, on coke and rum. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend. Baby, I'm about to song. have me some fun. Bounce, 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 etc. Yeah, no, I like that. The finish on the bounce is nice and upbeat when he's um when he's running the farm himself. That's yeah, good. just uh, shooting all the farmers with tuberculosis. Excellent. Yes, but well, I think I think we're on to a winner. Okay, well that's the Christmas ad. Um, we need I'll... to we need to get it up and running so we can air it in February. Well, moving swiftly on, um, I have not done a great deal this week because I have been very lazy. I, I, yeah, I think so. I've just been amusing myself by I don't know if either of you saw this the incredibly sexist Barbie book. Um, yes, I did see about that. about women, and it's uh, the book is is called Barbie. I can be a computer engineer, right. um, and it's one of a series of books about Barbie having careers that show girls that yes, you too can be whatever you want to be. Um, only it doesn't really work out like that because it's just unbelievably offensive in the way that it portrays things. So it's kind of got, you know, Barbie going to school and, and you know, working on this project for in her computer science. I can be a computer engineer now. And then this this scene where she's at home talking to a friend of hers and showing her this this prototype thing and the idea. And it, there's, there's the license. Oh, your robot puppy is so sweet. Can I play your game? And then Barbie says, I'm only creating design ideas, says Barbie laughing. I'll need Stephen Bryan's help to turn it into a real game. Oh, dear. Yes. There's a lot of it's like, oh, I, I, I can't make I can't make a game. I can't do proper stuff. I'm only a girl. Oh. But I'll get the boys to help me and then it'll be good. It's kind of like that Barbie doll, the talking one that they released a couple of years ago, where it said things like shopping is my favorite thing to do. And math is hard. And mm. all that kind of stuff, and you just think, really, mm. is that really a good idea? It's not great, is it? I don't like that. If we take his into a toy shop or something, you have one section that says boys' toys, and it's things like Lego and Meccano and interesting stuff, and then it says girls' toys, and it's dolls and kitchens and stuff. And I think, fuck you, who says it's for girls and who says it's for boys? Well, they've had a few people recently that have actually said they're gonna they're, they're stopping labeling toys as for boys and for girls because it's fucking I stupid. Think specifically, in fact, when they want, yeah. To be yeah. It's, it's yeah. really dumb because, okay, you will generally find that if you just put a ki- put kids with random toys that, yes, girls will play with dolls and boys will pretend they've got guns. But to try and actually say, ah, oh, well, girls can't do Lego because girls do cooking. Yeah. It's just offensive on quite a lot of levels. Mm, right. I went to McDonald's and bought a Happy Meal and they said, do you want a girl's toy or a boy's toy? And the only difference was the boy, because it was like a little Furby and the boy's toy was blue and the girl's toy was pink. And if I hadn't been so hungry, I'd have had an argument with a stupid bitch who <laughs> asked me that question. Well, to be fair, she probably didn't set the policy for the meals. Well, no, just... But it is dumb. Just ask me if I want a blue one or a pink well, one. Well, yeah, don't... that's... You're right. It's, it, that's, that's part of the problem. Is this assumption yeah. that, no, no, girls like pink, boys like blue... It's damaging to boys as well because if a girl is told, no, you must do the cooking and play with dolls, that's what women do. But 
it's damaging to the boys who, if they want to play with dolls and do cooking, it's seen that they can't do it because mm. they're not a proper boy. Then, so it's it's equally well, damaging. Exactly, it's that whole idea of oh no, you can't do that because then you're not a pro- you're not a real man. You're some kind of wuss. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's fair to say that the three of us are very very manly. Well, of Absolutely. course, I have seldom felt manlier than when people told me I had to play rugby in the freezing cold. And I was like, fuck it, I don't want to. But exactly. Uh, so I mean, we're all we're all alpha males. I don't really know what the point of where I was going. I'm very tired. <laughs> the fuckers made another XCOM game for the telephone, and I stayed awake till quite late <laughs> last night playing that. Does it actually work on, a, on an actual phone, or do you have to use an iPad, or what have you? Uh, no, yeah, it works, works perfectly well on the phone. Because I had the first XCOM, because this is uh, Enemy Within, so it's just the expansion yeah. pack, but they've rebuilt the entire game, because you can't really do an expansion pack for a game like that, so they rebuilt it, and it's like £9 or something. Um, I'm looking this and I, I played I played through the first one, I really enjoyed it, but I was on a smaller screen on my phone then, and it was tricky, but now I've got the bigger screen on my phone, it's fine. Okay. So I'm taking great joy in naming and making all of the people in my squad look like uh, me and my friends. Am I dead yet? Uh, no, you're not. You're uh, um, what's the highest rank? Colonel, I think. Yeah, you're a you're a colonel. Sweet. Am I dead? Yeah, you're dead. Excellent. It is XCOM. And I'm dead. Bear in mind, in, in was it was it your? I'm pretty sure it was your PC playthrough where I died very early on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your own fault, really. Well, yeah. playing XCOM, yes. Yeah, I died because I forgot to. Ta- well, I was the medic, and I forgot to take another medikit, and I got oh, I shot, and uh, and like all my bones snapped, and then I didn't have any medikits to. You would think that another one of the squad could just come up, get the medikit off me, and then fix me, but that's not how it works. Well, maybe you were shot in the medikit. Oh, may- yeah, maybe they shot me, and I dropped it, and it went down the drain. Yeah. But in this expansion, you can award medals to your yes, um, team, fun. which is and you and you can name the medals. So we've got the Brave Little Soldier Award, <laughs> uh, the Bronze Swimming Certificate, <laughs> and the Prize Marrow. Excellent. Please tell me you haven't given Spad the Prize Marrow. No, he's a brave little soldier. Excellent. I am. It's true. And that's the one that um, if you get that, then you get healed more with a medikit. So it actually fits quite well. I chose the name before I chose the the thing. I don't really know much about what I'm doing but I'm enjoying it and spending a lot of time when I should be asleep doing it I I spent um, Tuesday evening learning the best way to pretend that I am in America so that I can get around the ludicrous restrictions that mean that games get released in the US on Tuesday but don't get released in the UK until Friday even though I have literally bought the game installed it and downloaded it Um, but for some reason I can't play it because reasons so you need to change your regional settings to us so yeah i tried that it didn't work put the date forward to friday unfortunately not a solution ah they thought of everything turns out that getting a vpn with a us ip address works fine so i've had to dick around every time i want to fire up the game until tomorrow connecting a vpn starting origin starting the game disconnecting the vpn and then playing it it's just it's it's so dumb i still I, I know why it's because historically for some reason that makes no sense whatsoever stores in the u.s release new games for sale on a tuesday whereas the rest of the world does the sensible thing and does it on a friday i don't understand why they do on a tuesday but they do and 
so they've stuck with it and they go no no well obviously they're digitally distributed now and sold around the world simultaneously but you can't have it until friday and the americans get it on a tuesday i can mm. tell this has upset you it's just annoying i don't get the point like i can i literally can buy the game install it download it install it but i can't play it for four days because it'll upset like pc world mm. but I, why don't they just sell the fucking game from a tuesday in the shops rather than saying oh no you can't have it you should do a dirty protest. Anywhere particular? Where you like. Okay, fair enough. Go to PC World and do a shit on the, in the RAM section. I don't think I want to notice. <laughs> That's probably true, actually. <laughs> it's possible, yes. Sorry, so I get in line. There's plenty of people here to do that. <laughs> Dave, there's another shit. <laughs> you say that when I was working in a shop, we literally did discover human feces in one of the aisles one day. It was absolutely disgusting. What a shop? Steam Trading. What's that? It's a shop that sells overpriced cookware. Why didn't they do it in one of the pots? I don't know. If they did it in one of the pots or the saucepans, it could have been there for weeks. I'm glad they didn't. And it's called Steamer Trading. I'm oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't they were, that. Oh, they were asking for it. <laughs> they really were in so many ways. Oh, somebody could have bought it, got it home and found it. <laughs> They'd have had to go back into oh. the shop and say, there was a poo in this pan that you sold me. <laughs> Liking to work the return desk that day. Oh. I don't. I've never heard of steamer trading. I don't think it exists. But is there like a <laughs> like a floater shop or um, log shop or something? It's got to be like a log cabin. Or something. <laughs> I'm going to go to the log cabin and do a shit in one of the camping stoves. <laughs> oh, well, no, you asked for it. Oh, while I think about it, completely unrelated to shitting in shops. Nothing is unrelated to shitting in shops <laughs> when you boil it down. I just thought we should have a quick Formula E update um, oh, because yes. it suddenly occurred to me to have a look because the next race is actually this weekend. Oh, is it? Yes, it is in Malaysia, twenty uh, second of November. Uh, do you remember that we were that February's race was very much to be confirmed? Oh yeah. Uh, turns out there's now not a race in February. <laughs> oh, no kidding. So they weren't able to confirm it. Um, they should, I could so, have let them do it around my village. Yeah, so it's now Malaysia in November, Uruguay in December, Argentina in January, there's then a gap in February, and then it's Miami, Long Beach, Monaco, Berlin, United Kingdom. That's quite a lot of races. Uh, well, it's one a month, basically, except there wasn't one in October, and there's now not one in February. Shall we uh, go to the one in London and do a podcast from there? I, uh, I was going to say it might be a bit noisy, but then I realised it won't. But then they might be playing the background music. I don't know if they play <laughs> yeah, that live or not. Get through speakers. I, mean, I assume they must do. Like, what's the, they're not, it'd be silly just to put it on the TV broadcast. They must actually like have speakers by the track that are just playing, you know, elevated music. All of the cars, because of the lack of engine noise, they've just got massive subwoofers and they blast out the uh, the background music. So I'm just having a look at the where to stay. There's not actually, it just says it's in London. It doesn't actually say specifically where. Yeah, I think it's around the Olympic Park. Well, this sounds like complete bollocks to me. Climate. Yeah, London like... has a temperate oceanic climate with cold winters and warm summers, with an average temperature around 24 degrees C from July to September. Sadly, the weather can be quite unpredictable, with high chances of rain, so be sure to pack an umbrella. Okay. Pretty sure average temperatures of 24 degrees from July to September is exaggerated. It's slightly. I haven't got an umbrella. I had one, but it broke. Shit. Apparently, it boasts a rich collection of art, architecture, and heritage, alongside modern skyscrapers, lush parks, and quiet Victorian streets. Well, that's what I want if I want to go and see some racing cars going fast. Oh, must remember to fan boost. Yeah, I voted for Nick Heidfeld because he got fucked up by um, Nico Prost. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot. It's only race two, of course. Yeah. So, 
elsewhere in the world of driving around in circles very very quickly it's also the f1 final race yes it's either going to be fine or a complete fucking mess yeah I am literally looking forward to Hamilton just straight up driving into the side of Rosberg, climbing well, up the car and teabagging him. No, the mess part is going to be if Rosberg wins it because of the double points. Well, that's what I mean. This is why Hamilton is just going to ram him off the track. Which will make the whole thing. And did you, did you hear Bernie's excuse, which was, well, I said it should be three races, but the other teams didn't want that. So just out of spite, I gave them a much shitter solution. And it's shit, isn't it? It's really shit. Blame the teams. It's not my fault. I came up with a great idea. I think they should do double points for one race, uh, but the leader of the championship gets to choose which one, and they don't have to tell anyone. And it's like a joker. No, every driver has a joker, and they say, I want double points this race. Yeah, that's a much (laughs) better way. If you're going to do a double points, that's the way to do it. I think Hamilton will win it. I think Rosberg will only win it if he forces Hamilton off the track or something like that. Or if there's some kind of, yeah, like mechanical failure. Rosberg is just a markedly worse driver than Hamilton. Yeah, there's no question he isn't as good as Hamilton. I think Hamilton absolutely deserves it. Rosberg would deserve it if he wins, but I don't think he will win cleanly. Well, it it will be a fucking mess if he wins it because of the double points. But it will be the end of the season, and they've obviously just announced that Alonso is leaving Ferrari, which has shocked everybody who wasn't paying attention. No one saw that. Um, And what's-his-face, the German one who complains a lot, he's uh, he's going to Ferrari. Alonso back to McLaren, presumably Button leaving Formula One now, which is a shame. Going to, yeah, I, I, it is a shame, but I, I have to imagine like he's not going to stay around for another where, season. Yeah, where else is he going to take them? They need... Yeah. And, I mean, Kevin Magnussen hasn't particularly set the world on fire this year, but he's young, at least he can <laughs> yeah. be... Oh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Button would do well in sports cars. I think like, if he goes and drives in the Mon or something, yeah. I think he could do a really good job. Right, so has anyone, anyone got anything else that they wish to discuss... Um, while we are here together, um, no, we covered every on the non-existence agenda. So um, nothing. The agenda is within all of us. <laughs> we are the agenda. Mm. Be the agenda, Dan. Is that like our, our wrestling tag team? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Please don't make us think of wrestling names for each other. I don't want to know what my wrestling name is. Well, well we already know what our wrestling names are. Yeah, you're uh, Buff Fungus. Buff fungus. Uh, Buff fungus. Let me just. On the upside, w- weren't you off. like Corporal Phoenix or something? I can't remember. It was Sergeant something, I think. It was Sergeant Phoenix. It was definitely Phoenix. Pretty bad, wasn't it? Moment Sergeant Phoenix. Yeah, it wasn't great. Buff fungus definitely, definitely beats it out. Yeah, mm. we need to. Have you, have you got the? Uh... I'm just going to wrestlingname.com. <laughs> of course. Find out Dan's wrestling name. You can, you can, you too can become part of the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I knew I wouldn't enjoy this well uh, Daniel Mercer your professional wrestling name is now the Grand Pit Viper <laughs> I can't decide if that's a compliment or an insult I think that's better than uh, even butt fungus possibly I should I, could, I want to get a t-shirt of that made and see how people react to it I'm guessing badly but you never know I think um, maybe you should just call your penis the Grand Pit Viper that was pretty much where I was going with the whole humour in this oh thing. I think fair enough so, yeah. <laughs> who wants to let me put my viper in their grand pit or armpit? It doesn't sound sexy when you say it that way. Anything sounds sexy when I say it. Of course. Only other business I have is a special little treat coming up after the plinky plonky tune that I put in, uh, which is 
us and uh, also the people that were on holiday with us last time sitting in a pub drinking coffee for about 15 minutes. So, little bonus. Obviously, only if you're a, a sufficiently high-level uh, Patreon donator. Yeah. But if you want to know anything about tides, then you will be thrilled to learn about them from Hayden. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He goes on about tides a bit. It is some mm-hmm. riveting shit. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think in that case, we should draw this podcast to a close. Let us. Exactly. Let us indeed. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you again next week. We will see you. You won't see us, but we, we can see you when you're listening to this in your pants. Yes. With marmalade smeared on your chest. We definitely haven't put any kind of Trojan into the audio file that you downloaded and ran your computer, you idiot. Uh, put that away. I don't want to see that. Oh, for God's sakes. Look at you. You're a disgrace. Oh, it's recording now, so we've started. Hooray! Episode 8. Imagine that. Eight episodes. That's nearly a full working day of the shit that we talk in your ears and in your brain, festering away, making you question everything you ever thought was true. I'm Graham. I'm here with... Adam. And our new co-host... Daniel. And we have two very special guests... Chris is waving, Hayden is greetings. saying greetings, so that's nice. And we were going to go to a proper pub and do dancing and listening to music and things because we're on holiday, but we're all too tired and a little bit hungover still. And, uh, we're old and we can't take it anymore. So we're sitting, sitting in a thatched pub and waiting for a barmaid to bring us some coffees with amaretto in. Which is that hardcore. Yeah. Reclining on leather sofas, high wood burner. You know, wood in it. Hang on, I'm going to try, try and make use of another bounce hashtag, which is just awful, but never mind. What is your new bounce hashtag? Feet up bounce. It makes no sense whatsoever. No. But no. it's something to do with, you know, rather than active lady bounce, just kind of sitting around in the pub and. Lazy bounce. Yeah. I think, I think we reached peak bounce already. Elderly bounce. Yes. So, Chris, what has been your favourite moment of our holiday as the new member? What, what, what? Of, which of our holiday traditions do you think you enjoy the most? What, what are traditions? Drinking, yeah. mostly. Uh, I like the drinking of coffee. The drinking of coffee was good, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the Ferris wheel and how terrified we all. That yes. was terrifying. Yeah, we went on, Torquay's got a big wheel, we went on it, and you could see out, and it wasn't very nice. It was lovely, it was just a bit scary, because it looked like it had been put together by someone, a ten-year-old in shop class. It looked like it had been put together by Irishmen. <laughs> you see, we left the racism at home with Cards Against Humanity. You can't be racist against the Irish, it's not racism. Pretty sure you can. Why? How? Well, you just did. Yeah. I say like, like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's not racist. It really is. No, because it's, it's true. Kind it is. No, of course it's not. What's your favourite race to discriminate against, Hayden? Gingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best possible answer. Yeah, can't follow that. Oh. Oh. As, as a victim of just constant 
hatred. Oh, he's playing the fucking victim card again. You're having to the piss out of your pasty complexion, your weird hair, or well, anything like that. That's all that. I think it's been, you know, kind of strange that no one's been taking the piss. Or... I think, to be fair, we haven't really made fun of you for being ginger for quite a long no, time now. Really. It's got quite old. We, we have got quite a lot of other things to make fun of you for, so ginger is just... Like I, I like saying. to diversify. Mm. Mm. You reach saturation point with ginger as well. Yeah. There's, there's only so many times you can use ginger shapes. Which is I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's about 600, I find, is usually the threshold. Mm. In what space of time? That, that's like a, a bad Thursday. Oh, okay. a day. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. It was nice when I grew up and left school and realised that most of the time random people didn't just abuse me for being ginger. Gave them many more reasons. Oh yeah, well, there are plenty of other reasons they abused me, but as I said, you know, added some variety to it. Mm. That was nice chat. So we're going to go down and there's a beach near the hotel. Uh, which is obviously oh, we're going to go down there and drink beers after we're done here oh, it's a wonderful idea yeah probably what um, time is high tide uh, past the internet will tell us high tide is uh, it's currently low tide how do you know because my watch tells me tide the watch doesn't tell me tide so it's it's of course it doesn't Look, it's got tides right there but where Bottom. which tide Look there but that's so the it's, tide it's currently well we're currently in Neeps and it's low tide how does it know well, because it knows where we are, and it knows, you know, kind of like the... the what is this witchcraft? Ties don't follow a, a pattern. Yes, they're, no. they're entirely associated no, with the it's like, the No, it's like weather forecasting. You see, my, um... <laughs> I'm not oh, no. sure that's right. It was it was quite low tide when we were in Torquay earlier. It was, it was high tide when I was down there about 8 this morning. So... It will be not. Fair, it's not calibrated to here. It's calibrated to. I think it's pool. Yeah. yeah it this make, right. this it thing's almost exactly out high tide. Hmm? It, it, the internet reckons high tide is at ten past nine. Naughty watch. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Your watch is shit. You overpaid for that. Well done, Hayden. You've been had. See, I told you clockwork can't tell you about tides. See whether if it recalculates. It probably can. It's just that his watch is shit. Either that or Dan's internet is shit. Yeah. Actually. Mm. It's, uh, Are you it's going to dispute something idea. called tidetimes.org.uk? No, 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 it's not there at all. No, it's because I recalibrated it for where we are. It was now .net. It's, it's we're not, not quite at high tide. We're going between high and low at the moment. Um, apparently. Yes. Number two is flashing now because I recalibrated it. Yeah, no, high tide is definitely... Oh, it reckons it's... Oh, that's UTC rather than GMT. Apparently it's going to be 5.1 metres. Could you see the beach this morning at all? Was there wasn't a lot of beach. Was the sea right up to the rocks? Mm, yeah. We could sit on the steps. Yeah, yeah the steps are cool. I mean, there's, there's a picnic area down there. The moon is the only, yeah, just, moon, yeah. just been full, hasn't it? It was full last week, so it should yeah. still be bright down I'm just, there. I'm just thinking it might be a bit treacherous getting down there. Yeah, I was going to say, if, um, yeah, that's if the, we all that's die and someone hacks into our phones and you know, discovers our last one testament through that, then... Could you please release this podcast? Idea. Okay, the coffees. Fantastic. Thank you. Hooray, thank you. Oh, no, that's for the other stuff. Thank you. I'm nicking your biscuit. What? Oh, You've got no biscuit. No, nicked your biscuit. Have you got one of your You're own? You're not an orphan, so I can't want the biscuit out of your mouth. <laughs> that's an incriminating thing to have said on, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
without any context, but we're going to leave it at that. Cards Against Humanity is the only context you need. Mm. I'm glad we've got coffee. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling very good about the coffee. Not like you, Burks. Peasants. Yeah, okay. You're going to have to do a lot of editing. Yeah. yeah. So you said that um, we're in neat tide. But aren't we just yeah, past the full moon? We've already established his watch. So that should be... Watch. It's actually it's halfway between Neeps and Nod. What does Neep... What's that? There's Neeps and Springs. What's that? So Springs are big tides and Neeps are different tides. What's the... You get big what? tides when there are full moon. Right. And when there's new moon, don't you? Alright. Yeah, so... Okay, so so when it's about, half, it's, about the sun it's being smaller tides. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the Earth being there, and then like kind of where the moon is. Obviously, if the moon is on the side. So what sort of difference the in the height of the tide is there? It depends on where you are in the world. Like a, a, a typical. It could, is it like, like ten meters difference, or no, is it like no, a, a meter? Like meters, two meters. So you'd not say so you'd probably notice if you weren't looking. You would notice. You notice yeah. in a harbour. You notice in West Bay. Right. If you Usually with bring tides as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you think you're right. Oh, thanks. Okay. Cheers. Becky, bring the other one Nick and that biscuit as well. I naked biscuit thief. have called dibs on all biscuits. We should throw you in the sea. Let's throw me on. Don't you have soggy biscuits? Yeah, we could we'll have a moonlight skinny dip. Yeah. I have to take towels I think my penis has just retracted into my body out of the very thought of that. <laughs> oh, glad I finally found out how to make it do that. <laughs> Been looking for that secret for years. Go, go, catch your penis. That sounds uncomfortable. Does that mean it's like to extendable? Yep. Like one of those old phone aerials. <laughs> you can be sexually harassing someone from across the room. Who wants to buy a biscuit from me? I will give you no pence for the biscuit. Done. Thank you. Is that your coffee, Chris? One, presumably. You can have it if you want. Uh, it's what, different to the other coffee. What are the different know? nationalities of coffees? Gone wrong. Like a Russian coffee has got vodka in it. An Italian yeah. coffee has got amaretto. What's a French coffee got in it? The gas. Mm. Brandy. Brandy. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah brandy. Like Cavossier or something. Jamaican rum. Is, is rum, yeah. yeah. Um, Irish. Irish is basically. Uh, I can't remember what other. Should be really a Scottish coffee, really, shouldn't it? Yeah. Well, Scots don't really do cream whiskey in the same way that Irish do. Yeah. What is the difference between Irish and Scotch whiskey? I don't really know. There isn't, but the whiskey that you put in Irish coffee is cream whiskey with cream. Well, oh, well, oh, like Bailey's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I don't know if Two Star Podcast endorses brands or anything like that. Um, we would love to, but no, no, no play to, yeah. Well, sure, we'd love to get hold of your 24 listeners. Mm. We could uh, see if this pub wants to give us free drinks in return for advertising. You could, yeah. I'm going to guess they probably won't. Do you have as many as 24 people that downloaded your podcast? Yeah. Someone could be that was the That was the <laughs> most we did. But I think one of the episodes had 24 unique downloads. Right. It's pretty impressive, really. Graham at home, Graham at work, Graham on his phone. Mm. No. Thank you so much. No. I could account for about half of them. So that's yeah. not that. Oh, Graham. Thank you. Some of them must be real people. 
I, I know at least one person who I uh, like, who I wouldn't necessarily call a friend, but who I like know, who has downloaded, listened to it off of their own back, and come back to me with feedback. So, as in, I'm never going to download this. No, no, he said he said it was he said it was quite good. I, like, uh, I think um, he listened to episode like two or three, um, and he said it, it reminded him of um, Dismal Jester's podcast. I don't know what that means. Nope. Um, I I hadn't listened to it. I'm aware of it. It was uh, it stuff that don't, doesn't run anymore. It was um, like three people. Well, that bodes well. Basically, just kind of talked about stuff. Mm, that sounds shit. Yeah. Why would anyone do such a thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, this smells amazing. Mm. So. Mm. And now for those 30 seconds of <laughs> clinking sounds. For the benefit of the podcast, you're missing out. Well, it's only us that listen, so we know what's going to happen. What is amaretto made out of? Hmm. I don't know what. I, I want to say almonds. It, I, it's, yeah, it's got them in it, but you can't just make almonds into alcohol. Well, you probably can. How? Ferment them. How? Well, you crush them up, leave them out in the cold or warm or whatever. Wait till they turn all. So you leave them somewhere, either in warm or cold conditions. No, or I think warm rather than cold. Right. You, yeah, can like make a, you can make a, um, uh, a, a cure. Yeah. Right, or you can make a you can make a spirit. So you have a spirit that was like a grain alcohol. Um, oh, right, so which just is take... very strong, and then you yeah, water yeah, yeah. it down a little bit. I think that is probably what it is. Throw in some almond flavouring. Mm. Let's take a football down to the beach, kick it around. Let's take a kite. Uh, I bought a kite today. Didn't what, fly. Why did you buy a kite? Because I wanted to have a kite. Fair enough. And it was more expensive not to buy one because it only cost six ninety nine. Well, yeah, they yeah. had cheaper kites as well, but Chris convinced me to buy the more expensive one. Is Good job. A stunt kite? Of course, it's a fucking stunt kite. I'm not going to buy a non-stunt kite, am I? Chris made it that very clear. Well, if you buy a regular kite, what's the point? You can't do stunts with it. Exactly. I thought mean, like, it could chase you around with it. Yeah. Attack you with it. We're doing a conquer championship. Tomorrow, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You can stand all, all nearer. <laughs> and I have to be to win win as well. <laughs> Why are they laughing at us about paying £5 for coffee? Who? The ladies on the bar, they were having like a chat and... Well, they're nice coffees, aren't they? They are nice, but like one of them was saying, how much do you charge them with like £5? And she was like surprised, like you can't have got away with ripping them off like that. But I, I think £5 is probably... Not a bad price for. Well, but I don't know what. Pay close that. Just go into a Starbucks and have a coffee. Like mm. what, what we should do is we should ask them to buy four and get them free. Mm. Probably. Never mind. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's for the second round. We just sit here drinking alcoholic coffees all evening. If we're going to be like, it's this, it's the sort of, it's the boring granite version of like vodka Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but amaretto makes your body go to sleep if you drink a lot of it. But coffee makes your body be awake. So. I've never got. Why, why at the end of a meal do they give you a coffee? To wake you up, because 
digesting a big meal m makes you tired, makes you drowsy. So having a coffee doesn't it doesn't make you really awake. It doesn't perk you up, but it just negates the the drowsiness. Surely it's the end of the meal. Yeah. Well, life going to rest. Depends what you've got to do. Maybe or you've got to drive home. You've got to do some work or something. Yeah, even more so if you're driving home.